0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us tonight on Sweet Liberty. Today is Wednesday. It always is Wednesday when we do this broadcast. Actually, I'm filling in for Darren now, because Darren is the actual host. Darren Weeks is the host of the Sweet Liberty broadcast, and he asked me if I would take Wednesdays for him, uh, because he has to work on Wednesdays and didn't want to have to pre-tape his broadcast. So, I feel, uh, very honored to be, to be standing in for Darren Weeks is basically what I'm doing. I want to share our spiritual message with you. This is one I just pulled out of the box from the Course in Miracles workbook page 56. Boy, this is short and sweet. Listen to this. Those who see themselves as whole make no demands. Those who see themselves as whole make no demands. Now this, every now and then I pull one of these cards, Alan, Uh and I leave it sitting up. (laughs) And so every time I'm here at this table, I can read that. It's like a message, you know, to me. Uh So, and how are you tonight? Very wholesome. Very wholesome. (laughs) Are you holy? Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) Folks, Alan Watt is our guest uh, this evening as he has been every Wednesday night since almost forever now. And so I don't want to uh, act like when I say Hi Alan, how are you? That every we may have new listeners. And uh, Alan Watt is from Canada. His website is, is CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com It is linked uh, at SweetLiberty.org and you may be listening from Sweet Liberty or you may be listening from First Amendment Radio's website. You can listen live either place. And Alan has been a long-time guest, off and on, sometimes off for a long time, and sometimes on for a long time. And what the um, trust, if you would, of of the topics of our conversations, for the most part, are ancient history, but bringing it up into the present. Uh, because as Alan has pointed out so many many times, what is happening today was planned long long ago. And Alan, you've said this before, and I see that the probability is that it is so. I don't know because I wasn't there and done that. But the the hidden hand, the whoever it is, whatever it is, whatever group or small group behind a plan to actually rule the world Uh, according to what you've said is that they've been very very close many times before and they've never made it Mm -hmm. and you've also said that you in your opinion that you don't believe that they've ever really had the the actual um, intricacy of the technology that they have today that's right that's right
1: very much like Aldo Huxley was talking about at Berkeley his famous speech in at Berkeley that's on my website um, he says he doesn't see any reason why a scientific dictatorship couldn't go on indefinitely uh, because it would entail uh, mind control of the masses and they would be unaware that most of the thoughts in their head were given to them by their masters in my case
0: and in the past what you've pointed out to us is that they were manipulating the minds the behavior the beliefs and when you can uh when you can manipulate the thought the the beliefs uh of an individual you can manipulate their uh behavior oh yeah it, it's, it's behavior modification it's your whole world view in fact
1: mhm uh, and plato who all the big boys admire uh... put it uh, very well when he talked about, Plato, about the cave the Plato's cave
0: you want to explain that to our listeners who may yeah, not have heard he, it the way
1: he phrased it in a story form was if a bunch of men were, were brought up in a cave uh, somehow fixed to always look at the back of the cave never towards the entrance then, and, and there, there were reared from babies in that cave uh, their whole world view would be to do with the cave that would be their world in fact they wouldn't know there was an outside world and um, uh, they would make up uh in other
0: words they never saw the light huh, Ellen? they never
1: saw the light uh, well it was behind them too so they see shadows on the wall as the sun mm-hmm. you know, as, the, as the sun moved during the day and then they build a whole philosophy or theology based upon what they knew which was limited to the cave and, and, and uh, eventually one person gets out of the cave uh, travels around the world, comes back and tries to tell them, you know, there's a whole world out there, and here's the real uh, meaning of these shadows at the back of the cave, and and they want to kill him because uh, it goes against what they already believe.
0: I had an email from a a gentleman, a PhD, mm-hmm. who had read something that I wrote, and he
2: uh,
0: he he said that I I was delusional and that I had a warped view of the world. Oh, really? And I said, well, you know, I think it's not nice to call someone delusional just because their view of the world doesn't match yours. Mm -hmm. However, you can trust me on this. It isn't that I have a warped view of the world. It is a warped world. mm -hmm, And he wrote back and said,
1: i I, So someone like that to talk, he said his head squared so many times, Uh the always that the earth is flat.
0: So in other words, would you explain to our listeners what you mean when a person is squared? Uh, When they have their little hat put on during graduation Mm -hmm. the the degrees it's all Masonic I
1: mean we live in a Masonic system and uh, that's what uh, Albert Pike talked about he said uh, he he basically referred to the whole system as being Masonic which it is Uh, he said including those Masons who have not gone through the formal degrees what he meant was those who have gone through with the education process and had the little cape put on and the little square hat. It meant that their, their minds had been shaped by shaped. the yeah.
0: huh. And Alan, does that have anything to do with what you were talking about, this was quite some time ago, about bricks in the wall? Yeah, that too, because the, the Mason, the perfect uh, uh,
1: man who attains all the virtues, as they call them, and is perfected, uh, and that's the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, it's called the Rite of Perfection. Um, they become an ashlar an ashlar is a perfectly shaped brick you might say from a rough stone um, uh, metaphorically speaking he's shaped into a perfect uh, a perfect uh, brick square
2: I
0: see and then you mentioned a a whole song that was titled Bricks in a Wall oh yeah I mean the Pink Floyd song about it Pink Floyd yeah and
1: uh, that's what it meant you're you're a brick in their wall of their system and the, the the video that went along with the Pink Floyd uh, song um, is well worth trying to get a hold of because it shows you them going through the school system then in a, in a cartoon format it shows you them all getting turned into hammers for the army so there's a whole marching set of hammers walking and uh, it shows you the children got conveyor belts like robots uh, into the system and that's what it is
0: You're saying that this it, with this song they did a video a yeah. music video yeah. somebody might be able to find that on the internet that's what's the there's very little that you can't find on the internet today you know Yeah, yeah
1: except, except the truth from the big
2: boys
0: <laughs> e, well you know what that isn't necessarily so so oh. I mean, when you say the truth, well, okay, I guess we didn't... I mean, truth is truth, I know, but there are... Well, what I mean is confessions, put that way. Yeah. Confessions, oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. See, as far as source document, yeah. it, there is so much available. It's incredible. Yeah. What they generally give us is what's happened already, though. Yeah. Uh, what I mean is that we never get
1: told... We're never in on the end, the end time, the present or the future. Right. And uh, that's kept for 50 years down the road when they declassify the documents. And that's the real world, this, this free democracy, they keep telling us. Uh, it, it, all the big uh, things that happen are told 50 years after mm-hmm. the event.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the real world.
0: And then the events were pre-told in the protocols.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I know, you know, Theodore Herzl is the one that was at least allegedly... Uh, responsible for that that he had written down the notes from a meeting I think in 1890 something or mm-hmm. and uh, somebody just recently sent me an email and in France there's a Theodore Herzl I can't remember if it's a monument or a, but something, a, a, an acknowledgement recognition for Theodore Herzl
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but you said well that isn't you know like Theodore Herzl didn't write that no Uh, but how do you know that and who do you say wrote it Alan
1: it was actually out in France long before that and there was a a form of it went around it was supposed to be again a modern well at that time it was a modern version of a dialogue between two philosophers and it went along the same format as that and uh, and that was published in France in the 1700s with the protocols, with the takeoff of it. However, you got to remember that the high elite of the world, of all creeds, you might say, are all part of the same uh, club. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Why
0: do you think whoever wrote that mm-hmm. would refer to non-Jews, Gentiles, as Goyim? Because all the profane, all the all all the little people. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I remember. I'll tell you what. Oh, I think it was when I was looking up the word pagan. Uh-huh. And every single definition that I found uh-huh. besides to find out that pagan means rural folk uh-huh. and that they, what they called a heathen. Those yeah. were people of the of the earth, people of the
2: the heath. Yeah. The heath
0: and yet and the word gentile uh-huh. was also a definition.
2: Yeah.
0: On every single one of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's always been a pagan way. is
0: a gentile. Uh-huh. Well, does Gentile mean non-Jew? Uh,
1: it it, it can mean non-Jew, uh, of not not of the inner club. You might say of that particular club, but really, I mean, it's more. And even the Masons, some the High Masons, sometimes call the the, the Gentiles the same thing.
2: Okay. Gentiles,
1: you know, or, or or GoYim. Yes. So see, High Masonry is a rite of perfection, and all this stuff goes back to at least Babylon, and probably before. Hmm. <laughs> that is the mystery religion. And, of course, the mystery religion uh, hid itself behind so many different uh, authorized religions so that the, the authorized religions would spend forever fighting each other.
0: But, the Alan, why, why would they write this? Well, of course, maybe they didn't, quote, expect it uh-huh. to become well-known, but it seemed to me... Of course, the elite have always caused the what they call anti-semitism uh-huh. they've always caused the divisiveness yeah. they've always orchestrated it so maybe that does make sense that and a clue they clue would claim right to do it. it
1: yeah a clue is right in there wh- where it was translated by nihilist uh, it was nihilist yeah the Nile. you know there's a clue right in there
0: and what no well I don't know what that means
1: Oh, well, the Nile, the river Nile is Egypt. It's, it's old oh. mystery religion again. Oh, okay. It's right there for all the Masons to see. To let them in on the on the clue. Yeah. So they have everybody fighting each other. And I was I was on uh, a program recently, and uh, I, I said, "Why do you think the Catholic Church, which was just the Roman Empire, remember, reincarnated um, the Universal Church?" Uh, that's what Catholic Catholic means it's the universal Catholic, right, Uh uh-huh and it was universal because it took in all of the old religions into one Yes. and it's in its architecture, it's in its ritualism it's in in everything Um, the whole structure of of the the ancient mystery religions is in there I said, why do you think they brought in they forbid Gentiles to to do usury they brought in Jews to do it for them (laughs) right and at the same time the Catholics taught the the, the people in churches to love their king you see always love your king now if the king was was going to run taxing you uh, you cannot despise the king so they get someone else who's a foreigner and uh uh, a, a Jew who was always put down in the Catholic Church, you see,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to do it. So so he took the heat and he had to collect the money and taxes for the king
0: and the Vatican. Well, wasn't Saul a tax collector? Uh, or was he a tent maker? He, he was a... Oh, one of his disciples. One of the disciples was the tax collector, wasn't he? Uh, probably. I'm mean, surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so um,
1: they always used them for tax collection. They took the heat. Uh, but they had to pass the money up to take their cards and pass the money up to the king. And, and then the rest went to the Vatican. So so the Vatican came out as really clean because you hate the person that's demanding the money. You know. Sure. That's who takes the heat. And so they used that. Uh,
0: w- w- were they tax collectors for the Romans too? Yeah. Under Roman rule? Uh, yeah, I
1: remember in the history books they came in. Um, they were financing the wars, but most of them actually came from Greece. Um, Most of who? The particular one in uh, Jews. Oh. But they weren't called Jews at that time. Yeah.
0: What were they uh, called?
1: Well, there was Hebrews.
0: I and, thought and Hebrew then, means haperu or with the dusty uh, ones wandering. Wand wander it forever
1: because nobody ever agreed upon it. There was a haperu. Haparu. Uh, that's a whole field in itself.
0: And that is not the root of the Hebrew, of the word Hebrew? Uh,
1: it could or it couldn't be. Nobody, nobody <laughs> can be sure. <laughs> But all we know is is that uh, um, someone made up histories in ancient times. Uh, Someone or some group gave religions to people. Yeah. And uh, they've never stopped, actually.
2: Well, Uh, you talked about the priesthood.
0: uh, I guess we're kind of doing a little review tonight. Yeah. But I think that's okay because we didn't plan it. Uh But we have new listeners. And these are maybe some things that some of our listeners didn't hear but quite some time ago and I believe it's in one of your books uh-huh. uh, that there is evidence that on the island of Crete mm-hmm. that the religions for the world were written mm. yeah this and is
1: on earth what seemed to be a library or a monastery too a combination where it wasn't just uh, that the other nations religions that they had the data of but they found almost like they were updating it so so it 's almost as though that was a center for a priesthood to give religions to different people so
0: so then, if that was so, you know as the evidence at least would allow some assumption, uh, then it appears that once these were written, they just spread out and took these religions to the different uh yeah, because there were so many similarities weren't there alan too
1: many uh, i mean here's the, here's the thing uh, that, that we have we have in the West, we were taught that the Bible was history yes. for, for thousands of years.
0: Well, actually, we were taught that the Bible is the undivided and divine word of God. Yeah, but
1: people uh, thought it was also a history. Uh-huh. And, and yet, there's no record of uh, an, an Israel and any other ancient people's records. Who left lots of records, especially the Egyptians and the Persians? Uh, there's lots of records and histories, but there's no people
0: called uh, Israeli people. No people, right. They were just different tribes. But, and but well, were there him. even those tribes, like the, t- the quote, 12 tribes? Uh, but, well, no. That's all astrological. Okay. And so is the religion. It's, it's, okay. it's all
1: ast- astrological or astronomical. Mm-hmm. Religion has nothing to do with real people. Uh, that's where the exoteric has, has never changed. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but what we we do know is that supposedly 72 uh, priests wrote the Old Testament, uh-huh. and this is what's accepted today means mainstream. Uh, they wrote it in Egypt, in Greek, in Greek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and that was used. That was the version used in Jerusalem right up until the first century A.D.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Although they they claim that there was one brought out just before. uh, The beginning of that century, Uh, but even then, the Greek version was still the most popular. So uh, you find written for a a Hebrew people who spoke Aramaic. Yeah, I mean, who's kidding who? So really, I think the Old Testament was 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 put together later. We know the Talmud took over in about the the second century A.D. and two thousand years ago. In the Middle East or in that area uh, of Jerusalem, there was many different peoples living, and, and the, the rabbis or the, the Pharisees were only a small sect. It wasn't until after the, the the big war with Rome, the rebellion uh, when they collapsed in A.D. seventy two or whatever, that uh, the, the the rabbis rose to to take over the whole the whole religion, and the Talmud, which was the, it's referred to in the New Testament, the Talmud under um, the traditions of the elders. That's what they mean by it. So that's what they were accused of, that these particular Pharisees, is that they'd they'd thrown away the word of God, which was the Torah, and put into place the the traditions of the elders, which was the the Babylonian Talmud.
0: However, the Torah is based on the first five books, I understand, Uh of the Old Testament.
1: Yeah, the Pentateuch, supposedly.
0: Yeah, well, the whole plan that we're uh, struggling under today was laid out in those first five books, Alan.
1: Well, it's a plan. If if you read it exoterically, you'll always believe that. If you understand the esoteric meanings, that's why it's on every Masonic lodge, that black book.
0: Okay, but there is an exoteric and an esoteric meaning. Yeah. So, for the exoteric meaning, so much of what you read, Mm -hmm. you can relate to what is going on today. Uh, that, that's
1: mainly to do with uh, the system. See, the rule book is the Old Testament.
0: That's what I'm talking about. What's the rule book the for system the
1: system today. What's allowed, what's not allowed for the boys at the top. Um, That's their rule book.
0: What, the um, old the, the the first five books?
1: Yeah, yeah pretty well. Yeah. And, and again, that was a, a fictitious thing. There was no real Moses.
0: I know that's not my point.
1: Uh-huh.
0: My point is... I, for example, uh, slavery. Uh, people who are Bible believers. Uh-huh. Well, it was okay with Jehovah. Yeah. So it's okay. You can be. Some a, of qu- them say that. Yeah. You could be a quote Christian, uh-huh. and you can keep slaves because it was okay.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, all sort of verified that too. Huh? Uh, Paul was the same in the New Testament. Okay. He said for the slaves to be their masters.
0: Right, and he wasn't he basically the one that pushed and promoted and de- uh, actually... Well, we don't even know if he existed. And if he existed, I know.
1: <laughs> see, if you get caught up in this, you end up getting angry because it's designed to get you angry.
0: Well, sir. I'm not angry.
1: Yeah, But that's what it does, you see. It's designed that way. And really, when you end up thinking about it, you people are going round and trying to kill each other over solar and stellar and lunar, myths, you
0: know. Easy. So, you know, one of the things, of course, I've said this before, and I won't go through the story, uh-huh. but the story of Joseph in Egypt. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is, it's today's economic system.
1: It, it, was, it, it was the first insurance fraud.
0: Insurance fraud, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah big time and Uh I think of rural cleansing that's what blew me away because after you know the Egyptians had no money because the depression was created and they they sold they gave their flocks and then sold themselves into slavery and their children and then Joseph gathered the people from this country and took them into the cities
2: Mm -hmm.
0: well Alan today is exactly what they're attempting to do and no, what they right. quote it's intended. So in other words,
1: what they, put, they give you is ancient stories.
0: Yeah, I know, it's actually a story.
1: Were actually things that to happen in the future.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The plan was laid out yeah. in the first five books of the Bible.
1: Or the system, you see. The system, yeah. A- and slavery was one of them. Uh, the well, isn't
0: that, when I say the plan, I guess that's yeah. what I'm referring to as the system. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that's why
1: to say that book is on an ordinary Masonic Lodge the black book, the book of the law, you know. And that's the rule book for them. And uh, it's the same with, with the beginning of given. Would generative. you
0: do me a favor? Uh-huh. Okay. You're saying it's a rule book for them. Uh-huh. Tell me and tell us, uh, give us some examples of what is in there that would be their rules uh-huh. and it has nothing to do with the profane. Okay.
1: <clears throat> you take the average person and look at another story uh, like Jacob. Okay. Uh, who is a bit of a homeboy he doesn't go out much and do any hunting or anything but his brother does you know? and his brother brings home the bacon you might say where jacob <laughs> pretends to live with his mom and uh the birthright is given to be given to the elder son uh however because jacob is cunning and crafty he fools his old blind dad into thinking that he is the brother and that wasn't life.
0: jacob um, Wasn't that Esau and what? Well, one of them was hairy and
1: yeah, Esau was hairy. Yeah, yeah okay. And, and Supposedly, Jacob
0: was the one with the ladder.
1: Yeah, that was later. Yeah. Right. Okay. And the ladder is
0: nothing either. But who is Esau and who was it? Yeah. Um, his brother, anyway. Yeah. And he conned his dad. I remember oh, reading done craftily. He did it craftily. Yes. So, so in other words, it's okay to pull something off which would otherwise be immoral
1: or wrong Ah. in society and it's okay if it's done with craft and cunning Mm -hmm. you see
0: with craft and cunning what about the story of Abraham when uh, you know she could not uh, what was her name Sarah
2: Sarah she could
0: not you know conceive a child Mm -hmm. so she sent Hagar her Egyptian handmaiden into uh, to Abraham and she was told quote by the lord or the angel of the lord uh-huh. that it was okay to do that yeah. and then so he gets um you might tell him the judge started eh? yeah right <laughs> but, but what was the guy's name the boy okay he was he was the son of sarah anyway
2: yeah.
0: well then when when uh isaac gets born after a hundred years they've been waiting well then she was jealous mm-hmm. so she wanted him gone so the Lord said to Abraham, A- Alan, when I was reading this, I said, Oh my God, mm-hmm. the insanity. The Lord said, Well, you know, we don't want her to get upset, so put Sarah and her son on an ass and get their asses out of here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and they sent them out into the desert. And when people read this, I'm thinking, How, how can people think mm-hmm. that this is, quote, the will of a loving uh, creator well, that's,
2: they're, they're but,
0: but, but, but what is what is the I mean is that just another story for them that they can treat people like oh you know, <laughs> throw you're, them away you're,
1: you're hearing the same thing today where there's, there's, there's certain Christians uh, w- are yelling out that they should kill all the, the Muslims off it's the same thing in the Old Testament where they're, they're told to go in and wipe out the whole town and all the animals too as well as the people uh, it's the same stuff. as a rule book.
0: Except you can keep the fair maidens if you like them. Um, well, even that
1: can be against the rules.
0: Well, yeah. but he, when when you're in a town, I mean, he did define, you know, when I say go in and kill everything, I mean it yeah. by God. Yeah, yeah. But there are certain times, and it's right there in the Old Testament,
2: yeah.
0: where he says if you see a maiden that you take a fancy to, well, you can save her out and take her home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Um, And give her 30 days to mourn her dead parents that you killed. Well, that's decent, yeah. And then you can take her to wife, and if you don't like her, turn her out. Put her off on another ass. (laughs) Yeah, put her on a mask and get her ass out of here. Yeah. So, what is is the rule there that you can treat people like animals?
1: Because, because that's how the elite have always seen well people. you
0: see I guess that's what I was saying that may be an esoteric mm-hmm. oh it's mm-hmm. their rules because the rules don't you know they. Mm-hmm. but the Alan the rules don't
2: apply but, but, but,
0: but the thing is if somebody reads this uh-huh. and actually believes in their mind yeah. that it is the will of God uh-huh. they're going to think it's okay I mean it might be esoteric mm-hmm. but on an esoteric level you can see the same message
1: Yeah, and and that's that's what you might say is the beauty of mind control, it is mind control. This has been used down through the many, many, many centuries. I mean, the the Crusades, uh, that's how they drummed up support for the Crusades, was to tell them they've got to go and save the birthplace of Jesus, or that, you know, Jesus get it back and all this stuff. uh, they pulled up so many stunts at that time to get to keep the crusades going mm-hmm. and the uh, people really believed that was their world view that was their Plato's cave that's, that's all the education they had was that book
0: yes and they kept them illiterate for the most part didn't they Alan? absolutely you know, and, and they weren't even allowed to read even the priest had the bible um, chained to the altar it wasn't until much later why they, wouldn't they want people to read the bible that's all in because
1: there because the dogma of the Catholic church had little to do with what was in the book
0: Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I, I mean, I a, I you, a, do you a, hear the yeah. music? Okay, oh, yeah. hold your thought. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll pick it up on the other side. All right, we're back. Alan, can you pick up where you were? Yeah, it was, was talking about
1: the dogma of the church and, and all the rituals, and um, which really, when you, if you've ever been to, to a Catholic church and you see the. The format, where you're up and down on your knees and so on, and and repeating after the priest and etc. So, etc. Et it, it's, it's all ritualism, which is an ancient form of indoctrination um, until you obey automatically when you hear certain words or or certain gestures. It's, a, it's instant obedience. It's Pavlovian training, you might say, mm-hmm. long before Pavlov. And uh, a Catholic had emailed me um, who was. Uh, had been doubting the the, the, the faith and he, and his son was more so and, and the son who, who was bright and, and when he was young had asked him if his daddy he says why did he keep Jesus in a box and only, only bring him out in communion for communion
0: and hanging on that cross no no I
1: mean the wafer you know oh the, oh, the, oh yeah yeah why the, did he keep Jesus in a box the and only body. bring him out for communion
0: uh, oh wow I mean it's mean, a simple thing so in other Catholic. words he really truly believed that it was the flesh of. Well, that's what they're told. Oh, I know. Yeah. I have a book that was written by a priest fifty years in the Roman Catholic Church. I can't remember the guy's name. He was Canadian, uh-huh. and he he said it was really tough for him uh-huh. when he was going through his uh, seminary training yeah. to get into his mind that that wine beca- actually became blood uh-huh. and that wafer actually became flesh
2: mm-hmm. and, and after he a while he he
0: he convinced himself uh-huh. yeah. he convinced himself
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so so it, it's a, a, an amazing form of, of mind control mm-hmm. and uh, that's by using repetition and, and dogma and getting the children young until they even think or question is a sin Mm-hmm. So you censor yourself it's when your mind starts to try to think for itself. You're literally are torn apart. Yeah. So that's that's the ancient uh, religion mm-hmm. that was, you know, it's still very powerful today. It's very wealthy, yeah. and has and always used people to fight for them and fight each other. And that's what I'm saying in the dialectic process. Uh, the creation of Protestantism really was, was, a, was quite a master stroke, in a sense. Because if it had had no opposition, it would, have, it would have died away by itself. Yes. And when you have opposition, people tend to relate to it almost tribally.
0: Well, it seems that that's why the opposition came out, yeah. the controlled opposition, because the sleeping giant was awakening. And the, 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 the natives were getting restless. Yeah. And, and uh,
1: people do tribally uh, come towards that which is the center of their, their culture and, and help to protect it when it's under attack so when, when the Luther came out that actually helped them uh, maintain their hold to an extent with the ones they still had
2: mm-hmm.
1: so, and then Luther himself was a priest remember we keep forgetting
2: Ellen. he
1: was a Catholic priest and in the Protestant sects that, that loved to, to slang the Catholics um don't realize at all their their stuff comes from the same the same writing same source. As, as as Catholics you know. yeah,
0: well, all the lies were brought right into the Protestant church yeah, they, they just released some of this, you know, like you have to go to 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 confession and yeah. you can't eat meat on Fridays and things like this, but the main important lies were brought in, yeah, right into. Protestantism I have a question in my mind Uh, this just occurred to me from our conversation this evening remember it was back in May it was a couple of months ago when I read and a part of a conversation I had transcribed it that you had with Effie Uh and in that uh, what you had said to her and of course you had said it on the air previously but a long, long time ago that within everybody there is a a power spiritual force you said if you will and that the the people behind or the creatures whatever is pushing this knows it and that that is their greatest fear and when I read it that night you said well but I said that to one person Mm -hmm. and you said it isn't really a good thing to say that to just anybody because they might not be ready for it. Yeah. Uh, it because you said they're you're opposing their religion. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, then you'll push people away. Well, I, I, I got to thinking about that afterwards and I thought opposing their religion by reading some beautiful thing mm-hmm. that you said to me that was so powerful that I wanted our listeners to hear. And what are we doing right now, Alan, mm-hmm. if it isn't Talking about people's religion. I know, but I, I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> you weren't going to go with? Oh, well, but we do go there. I know. But but but. I mean, I was on a show uh, last week. I think it was. Uh-huh. And, uh huh.
1: And it went fine until he took callers, and and then one one guy was so upset to find out I wasn't uh, in his pigeonhole born againer.
0: Was that with Rick Adams? Yeah. I listened to that. Did you
1: hear the fellow?
0: Oh, gosh, Alan. I mean, so upset. I understand that. But you know what? Yeah. Rick Adams, him, his own self.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he, he... And I noticed that, you know, you you didn't refute him or anything. You just say, would say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But we have a different listening audience. Yeah. And they've come a long, long, long way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was why... I not only felt comfortable but felt just compelled to share that with them because i I had a, a conversation with one of our listeners yeah. a couple of days ago, and I'm getting this from people uh-huh. they're confused yeah. um because well, they realize that you know religions are man made uh-huh. and they're coming out of that, and yet, when you talk about now in the past, you have said that they you know the big boys believe that we don't all have spirit and that we have to call spirit to us et cetera et cetera and that everyone doesn't have spirit well what it does is it leaves people okay my religion has gone uh, what is there yeah. and, and see in that conversation and you had said it before you didn't say that you said within everyone is the spiritual force
1: it's a force but really it's the soul force as they call it
0: you said spiritual force Al. yeah
1: but again let me explain the difference okay
0: I yes. know there's a difference but I'm saying you said yeah I know Jackie I know Jackie I
1: hear you <laughs> okay but what I'm telling you is is, is uh, one of the reasons that religion has been so successful is because the natural incredible yearning for people for something outside of themselves mm-hmm. which they always just perspective there it's, a, it's something they feel once in a blue moon you know but they know it's there it's, it's been taken over that, that natural uh, seeking you see yes and so they give you a substitute which has a lot of reality in it a lot of beauty in it too but then come all the rules and regulations for obedience,
0: sake. I don't know what the beauty is in what they what the religion um, is. If you look at some, some things in the New Testament, there's, there's things you can't deny there. Oh, absolutely, the truth. But, okay, for example, I believe that most of the, quote, Christian uh-huh. churches, religions, whatever sect it is, it, it believe, okay, either you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. And you have to do certain things. Yeah. And it's according to your religion I mean, like, you know, eat meat on Friday, and buddy, you do that too many times, and you're mm-hmm. going to be caught in purgatory for just about ever.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. The, the point is, I don't see a beauty in there. Um, no, I know mean, that's from the said, or said, this There's truth in the New Testament, uh-huh. not the
1: religion. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Well, that's There's why. Truths in there, yeah. which, which, of course, are never followed or never stressed either, because it says, seek the truth. Yes. Uh, it didn't say, stop seeking after I've gone. It says, seek the truth. Oh, yes. And uh, an ongoing thing. And, of course, that's what the... See, all founding religions had some truth, if there ever was any. Yes. There, uh-huh. Even in the Buddhism. Buddhism had nothing to do with the the one that came along three hundred years ago The
0: teachings of Buddha. Yeah. Uh-huh
1: and uh, he, he basically said this sort of works for me try it it might work for you mm-hmm. uh, he laid down no dogma uh, and he also said that it's exactly the same thing as Confucius and it's in the New Testament and uh, read others as you want to be treated yourself
0: yeah exactly I have uh, a paper here that somebody put together uh-huh. and there were quotes from the Buddha by the Buddha allegedly yeah. and Confucius and Jesus yeah. and it, the truth that you say they are there we're all in these same sayings yep. because they all said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And what is it to me, one of the most simple, not easy. But you know, with all the uh, ten commandments and don't do this and don't do that and mm-hmm. and when they asked Jesus what's the greatest commandment, it was simply to love
2: mm-hmm.
0: your father with all your creator, with all your heart, soul, mind and strength love your neighbor as yourself yeah. there's the blueprint for living Alan yeah, I know. you want two others have an order like we have it's the blueprint for living
2: uh-huh.
0: it's all right there
2: uh-huh.
0: and, and other things if you had faith as a mustard seed uh-huh. you could say to that mountain get yonder and it's moving
2: uh-huh.
0: and that is I believe what you were talking about uh-huh. that it is there although it says it isn't if people aren't aware of it. And, and it if
1: people takes a will. It takes a will. It takes... A desire. A, and and, it, a and people, to an extent, are aware of their actions all through their lives. Um, the conscience was always called your connection to your creator. Yes. And now, it's true that, that, that clinically there are people who have no conscience. <laughs> you know, the psychopaths have yes. no conscience. Yes. And it's also true that in this system of materialism, and power structures that the psychopath that's his playground he climbs to the top in this structural system of power he's the one in fact that craves it he climbs up and he'll stab anybody to get up there so he doesn't mind clawing his way to the top so this is a psychopath run system and it's always been this w- way where you're in a plane where spirit and matter meet this is the battleground
2: mm-hmm.
1: between the two and this is always understood in all of the ancient religions uh, this is the battleground the third dimensional plane planet. and the choice was the- always to be here what was more important really or, or could there be even be harmony between spirit and matter um, And and what was more important to to have all the goods of the world and lose the spirit has been said so many times over and over in all ancient religions Uh, and of course we know in the world of materialism unfortunately as we can look around us it's the world of of materialism that that does dominate if not the spirit
0: well and there was a a statement that was attributed to Jesus Uh where he said fear not those who can the
1: body but
0: fear those who can kill the soul
1: yeah and that's what they try to do soul destroying and that that religion goes back to egypt because they had a better uh, definition of the the different sections of, of body and spirit and soul so it was well understood for thousands of years um that this was a battleground between two opposing forces and of course that was zoroastrianism as well it uh, developed into uh, opposing entities, um, and then of course Christianity, in, in a sense, or the early Christ, because Catholic Christianity developed into. Uh, well, you really have no say in the matter. You're just like a machine, and and there's two different forces working through you at different times. Uh, God and Satan. You know? I see. So, so you know that's not true at all. You you do have choices to yeah. make and we do it all our lives and one way or another we're bringing on the future we're participating even if we're quiet because in our own daily lives we acquiesce to things which we shouldn't
2: you know? mm-hmm.
1: we're making decisions all the time
0: every moment, aren't
1: we? every moment life
0: a drop at a time
1: and so many people that I've brought this up to who are older Uh, I'm so sick of hearing it well uh, I'll be glad the worst things will happen after I'm dead
0: isn't that pathetic
1: and I said yeah that's great you just leave it to the ones yet to come oh gosh Mm -hmm.
0: you know my stepdad said that to me Uh when we were talking about the gun control Mm -hmm. and he had made a statement that well people don't need guns and I said whoa excuse me And, and normally I wouldn't even get in these conversations with he and mom because they just didn't want to hear it but I said, actually, when you think about it, people should have whatever weapons your government has to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. And he says, and I said, Del, you're you're on my turf here now. I didn't say it that way, but it's something that I do know about. He and he just shrugged. He said, I don't care anyway because I'll be dead soon. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I couldn't hardly believe my ears. I that somebody could not care what's going to happen as long as they're not here yep. and to hell with everybody that's left
1: and the reason we are in this state is because our predecessors did the same thing And says, well <laughs> I see what's happening uh, they said nothing and here we are we're watching the changes happen yep. and still people are hoping to, to
0: retire get their pension go fishing and quietly die in their sleep
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, until they until they get a big fine for catching too big a fish and get their boat taken away from them. Well, you
1: know, even the ice fishing here now, uh, every every winter, uh, your your local television station is just part of the propaganda control mechanism, because they they always show you the ice fishermen on the local lakes in Sudbury, Uh, and now you see the police going around each little hut demanding to see their licensing, and... What oh on. sure. I mean that's real pleasure, isn't it? Oh you know? sure. It's, uh, yeah, or you go boating in a canoe and you have to see through all your survival gear. They... Well, your
0: license has to be on the side of that
1: canoe, too. Yeah, And you got to make sure you're breathing his face and all that. Make sure you're not drinking. Well yep. oh, what fun. Everything is such fun now under Big Brother, mm-hmm. you know, for our safety. Uh, and I can see where they'll probably remove that part of the brain that gives us even laughter, you know because it might distract us in an important moment because an uh-huh. accident uh-huh. I mean this is how, how ridiculous it's getting with Big Brother yes. but, but yeah this is all part of the same uh, system plan ancient plan of total domination of every individual and it's true they want to kill the soul you know they want to kill the well, soul well
0: yeah. in what you have said is that basically they're trapped here mm-hmm. and they want a certain amount of worker bees and et cetera et cetera, mm-hmm. and you're not going to trap somebody here yes. unless you can somehow uh, I don't know if the word is capture the soul, but mm-hmm. kill the soul
1: yeah well, do
0: you think of the first
1: purely man made uh put together composite clone uh there's going to be a big debate right there, you know. Is this a perfect human or not? Yeah. So we're, we're in trouble. Is so this is where it's heading. And uh, so even far. in the old, the old, old uh, uh, Hebrew literature, and there's a massive literature as well worth reading because there's a lot of good stuff in here. Yeah. And, and it said the place that the souls come from was called the Gaff. And at the day would one one and each sparrow used to be symbolic of bringing down a soul. It's a is, nice that g- story. is that
0: is that g a f f Is that
1: G A F F? I think so. Gaff. A- and then one day uh, uh, there'll be there'll be no souls brought down, and what will that human and a, and a person would be born with no soul, and, and that's where we're, we've got
2: today. Well,
0: how that would be then would have to be the test tube, the uh, the ones that are. You know, like, w- was it in 1984, where they were encanted? Or, or was it in this perfect day, where people were not born to a woman? Oh, yeah. Oh, you were thinking of Brave New World. Brave, excuse me, yes. Yeah. What did I say? A yeah, nine- yeah, Brave New World. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what you're looking
1: at there, is, is, um, uh Because they do, and they have the ability right now, uh, and they may have done it already. Uh, to to literally make a new type of creature, per- and, and and suited for the purpose it was made for. In
0: other words, take an egg and mess around with that. Yeah, you want someone
1: to to uh, go down mines, a little squat fellow, you know, with not too much brain but very yes. really strong. And, yes. Yes. Uh, but but not an independent thinker. In fact, I've said that.
0: And in Brave New World, they were literally. What is the word that I'm trying to say? Born raised in, what, uh, incubated in, into the like jars yeah what, what do you call it incubated incubated okay yeah. that
1: uh artificial womb.
0: So, yes and they would they would um according to what their their job was going to be how much intelligence they needed yeah. they were given just enough oxygen everything huh? yes yeah
1: uh-huh. and, and we know and, and the right thing well that's
0: what they want to do
1: yeah And the thing is, this is not speculation, because there are people who work for the UN, like Arthur yes, who wrote the book about it, praising it, actually, this whole agenda, to destroy that part of the brain that gives you your individuality.
0: Well, you know what I say it gives? It gives people something to really think about. Well, they can. All of us. Well, yes, and and I'm not excluding myself from this. Uh, not one bit how how what the decisions that we will make Mm -hmm. and how Alan what about a person who doesn't feel compassion Mm -hmm. Um, do you believe that and this is just a thought that just now came to me a question if this person let's say they're listening to this broadcast and they think well geez that would be me uh, because that's the way I feel or don't feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's wrong with me? Where is my compassion?
2: Yeah.
0: If a person begins to look at that and look at themselves and realize that there is no compassion for other people. In other words, okay, for example, you know, we've lived a lie in America all of our lives in the American dream and I find out that it's a total hoax. And so then I want people to know it. I want to share it with people and hopefully have them look at it and understand it. And this gentleman that I was, you know, we had a little discourse going back and forth. He said, I don't care what other people think. And if that's, you know, what do you care? I said, because because it wrenches my heart. Because I was there, I, I, I used to cry, shed, at least I would tear up with with love and, quote, pride. That I was an American, and that this is the most wonderful place in the whole world you could be born. And when I found out, it was really had to admit, accept that I had been living in that dream. Yeah. It, uh, I was angry. I was upset. I felt betrayed. I got through it. I want people to know it, and it's not because I want to quote push a belief onto somebody. It isn't a belief. It's that it is so. And without knowing the truth, how can we ever begin to come out of the line? I
1: know. And there, there are people who will. I mean, there are a lot of degrees of psychopathy out in society, you know. Of what? Uh, psychopathic nature.
0: Do you, do you think a person who, who might start considering this mm-hmm. and realizes that they don't feel. They realize that they don't feel. Something for someone else, as long as it isn't happening to them. Yeah. Do you think that could be the beginning for that individual to come into that? Uh, the to to begin to be able to get what is their true inheritance anyway. What do you think is possible?
1: Well, you can't, well, if it's possible, you can't do it for them.
0: Oh, Alan. Yeah. I didn't say that. I didn't even insinuate that.
1: Yeah, see, most will never. If there's nothing there at all, it generally stays that way. I mean, nothing.
0: Even if they hear us talking right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are people who, who I mean, I've met them through my life, who feel nothing for other people. They, they're, they are psychopathic natured. And if they feel nothing, uh, they're egosynclonic, and that's the, again, that's in that's nature that was going to be encouraged in the 20th century was this, this um, push for, for me, 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 I'm okay, and, and uh, uh, that, whole, that, that whole thing has been pushed within everybody, uh, but there's natural psychopaths as well, and there's a lot of them, I, I don't know why. You mean they so come
0: into things. this world psychopathic?
1: Oh, there's lots. Uh, Uh Yeah, there's there's lots. And and they used to think it was just ones in the lower strata who came under scrutiny of law. But now that the the studies they've done, uh, now they're terrified because they're finding that the bulk of the intelligent ones are going up into politics and and bureaucracies and where the power is. So we're in trouble.
0: They're targeting the special children. Oh, yeah. Even from the schools. Mm Mm-hmm. And they know the ones with high intelligence. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones they target to bring into the system.
1: Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. And and, that's traditional, though.
0: And the child feels uh, proud that they've been, quote, chosen. Uh And the parents feel proud.
1: And that's what the young communist league did, you see. They got to the young ones at school. They Mm -hmm. picked certain ones to be the leaders. And uh, they committed some atrocities. they're used to the same thing as standard uh, uh, techniques or ancient techniques that will work every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give the certain ones authority, they tell them they're important, it they boosts their ego, especially the, if they have a low um, uh, ego, they'll boost it up there and they'll serve their masters faithfully and do what they're told mm-hmm. and carry out any kind of order.
0: For that acknowledgement. And,
1: and that's exactly what you
0: want. Uh, for, for this world war that's going on right now oh yes oh. yes we're out of our hour mm-hmm. uh, we have about 40 seconds yeah so uh, whatever you would like our listeners to know to you know with the website and your videos and etc
1: yeah they can, they can check out the website cuttingthroughthematrix.com and lots of uh, free downloadable stuff there lots of posts and um, and watch out for the video from those next week.
2: Oh, okay. Another
0: one. Great, Alan. Thank you. Yes. yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with you next Wednesday night. Be sure to tune in Monday and Tuesday with Darren Reed. And I'm not just saying that. I wouldn't say it. If, if I wouldn't have asked Darren to
2: take over this broadcast, there's nobody I would have asked but him. So tune in.